Hey everybody, this is Tony Camarena, recording from the future, to let you know that about a third of the way through this episode, we were having some technical difficulties with our online podcast recorder. About 30 minutes in, the quality of this episode dips as we had to come together and not use individual recordings. In the future, we will do our best to make sure this does not happen, but it affects this episode of Part 2 of The Incredible Hulk and next episode, Part 3 of The Incredible Hulk. Anyway, enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and responds to every movie, show, and one-shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I am the incredible Tony Camarena. I'm Alicia Thayer. And I'm Al Rodriguez. And today, we are in our second of the three parts, talking about the Incredible Hulk movie. So the middle third of the movie, starting about 34 minutes in, uh, starting with Bruce's return to the U.S. to Stern's experiment, and then essentially towards that second third part where um, Stern is is doing the actual experiment to pull the Hulk out of him. And just so you know exactly what's going on, here's the Wikipedia summary for part two. Banner returns to Culver University and reunites with Betty, who is dating a psychiatrist, Leonard Sampson. Uh, Banner is attacked a second time by Ross and Blonsky's forces, tipped off by suspicious Sampson, causing him to again transform into the Hulk. The ensuing battle outside the university proves to be futile for Ross's forces, and they eventually retreat. The Blonsky, whose sanity is starting to falter, boldly attacks and mocks the Hulk. The Hulk seemingly kills Blonsky and flees with Betty. After the Hulk reverts to Banner, he and Betty go on the run, and Banner contacts Mr. Blue, who urges them to meet him in New York City. Mr. Blue is actually cellular biologist Dr. Samuel Stearns, who tells Banner he has developed a possible antidote to Banner's condition. After a successful test, he warns Banner that the antidote may only reverse each individual transformation. Awesome. So, um, he gets back to the United States, and it takes him 17 days to get the 2,815 miles from Guatemala. Right, but he's not the Hulk this time, so. No. He's not traveling 6,000 miles in one day. But he's traveling 2,000 miles, almost 3,000 miles, on foot, maybe some rides... But you mostly see him walking. Yeah, uh, but you have to assume he's got to to get out of Guatemala and back into the United States. Uh, either he's got to take a car trip or a train of some sort to at least get close to the border and then get to... Where is Culver University? It's in Virginia. Yeah, he'd at least have to take a car trip or a train trip. And it's possible, I think. I mean... I know when I went across the U.S., you can do 2,000 miles in a day. It's just, you're not sleeping. Oh, yeah, definitely. (laughs) But I'm just like, I'm just impressed that uh, Bruce Banner's speed is only half as fast as Hulk's speed. I would think Hulk's speed would be much higher than Bruce Banner's speed. Uh, well, (laughs) no, it took, it took Banner 17 days, or I'm assuming it took the Hulk one day to get to like 6,000 miles. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I was just thinking. <laughs> I assume the Hulk is way better at everything because it's the Hulk. <laughs> he's not better at thinking because he's the Hulk. Well, no. Well, I <laughs> yeah, again, but... I have 
I think the Hulk's a lot smarter than he appears to be. I just think he's like, I'm just going to smash smash anyway, because it's fun. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, so Banner gets back to uh, the fictional Culver University in Virginia. Mm-hmm. And I like he's wearing the um, the standard Marvel disguise, which is a baseball cap and a t-shirt. <laughs> the fact that that has worked for so many superheroes just straight up baffles me, by the way. It's, it's, I mostly think of Captain America doing it in both Winter Soldier and Civil War. But, and uh, Tony Stark Tony did it Stark too. does it in Iron Man 3. Definitely. Um, yeah, that's just the standard. That's what they use instead of masks now. Because they don't oh, have masks in the MCU. They I still hats. think Natasha's was awesome, though. Her mask thing for... Uh, was it... The, uh, it was oh, yeah, uh, Winter in, Soldier. In Winter Soldier. Yeah. Where she can wear that, someone else's face. That that was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So um, he goes to meet uh, his former girl his ex-girlfriend betty ross played by Liv tyler was he meeting her or was he or he he goes to get i'm sorry he goes to get her information the data that she has but Uh, to specifically not meet her he he doesn't want to meet her but he wants to see her yeah (laughs) so so i I saw that and i i actually thought it was a a little bit different the the mindset that he was kind of going there i thought he was going in there to get the data he couldn't get past the metal detector and security guard so then he decided to maybe try something else and then just happened to notice her and kind of decided to just stalk her at that point. Oh, why couldn't yeah. he pass the metal detector? I don't remember that. I, oh, think, I think he, he was... just didn't want to be recognized. Yeah, uh, I think so. Was too. there a camera or something? I, well, he used to work there and they know that he's wanted or they uh, probably know that he's wanted for whatever experiment or whatever Ross and the military told them what happened. Yeah, again, don't like Ross. Also, yeah. how many colleges throughout the U.S. have metal detectors? Good question. Um, I, as a person who's been to two colleges, I will say not those two colleges. Not Sac State and not um, not Sac City um college. <laughs> okay, so just on the up. On the chance here, uh, apparently, uh, metal detectors, portal ones, are anywhere from a thousand to thirty thousand dollars per model. Yeah. Oh yeah, those yeah. things can get expensive. Holy but cow. I've I've walked around a, a handful of uh, college universities just for work, um, and none of those handful that I've seen have had any kind of uh, metal detector. Although those so, are all on the west coast, not on the east coast. Yeah, so I've been in one that did, but it wasn't the school itself that had it. It was more their, like, super secure lab sort of thing. Like, they didn't want anybody going in and have anything messing up. Which, I assume that's what's kind of going on here in the Hulk. Uh, is that, that lab is kind of something to be careful about. They probably yeah. put those in, especially after the, the big blow-up. They didn't want that to happen again. And Ross Pol- probably sold them some crap story and was like hey, yeah blah, blah, blah. yeah a bomb or something mm-hmm. this crazy bruce banner did yeah. yeah it's it's also a i think a lab in there so they want to make sure people don't take their equipment to make you know exactly. more hawks or whatever well you what, gotta imagine it's super expensive equipment yeah and whatever you can make in the um marvel cinematic universe 
because you can make crazy creatures or make crazy superpowers. You don't want that falling in the wrong hands. <laughs> can we talk about like how like at least so far as I can tell, like a good portion of either the Marvel Cinematic Universe's superheroes or uh, powers or suits come out of super high tech labs, by the way. Yeah. Um, all of the, well, except for Thor, all the original Avengers mm-hmm. or the four, the four big ones, uh, three of them. Um, yeah. Once we get out into the Netflix shows, that's, less common they're not okay. there's it's actually the opposite of that they have okay. one who's a lab experiment and the other three aren't okay cool yeah. by the way i finally saw the trailer for i think it's inhumans and that looks oh. pretty fantastic it, with exception of uh medusa's wig i think it looks great i don't a know if of... i saw that part <laughs> maybe i did i don't know i was more impressed by the guy that apparently can kill people with his voice yeah, um, Black Bolt. So what do you guys think about uh, Liv Tyler as an actress? Well, I think she is an actress. <laughs> yeah. That. Um, I only know her from two movies. There's this one and the Lord of the Rings series. And Armageddon. So, so you know her from four movies because Lord of the Rings is three movies. True. Yes, I only <laughs> yeah. know her from four movies. <laughs> well, that, that's quite a lot, Al, if you really think about it. Oh, no, okay. um, <laughs> Al, have you never seen Armageddon? Nope. Oh, what? Um, what? I was in like seven when the movie came out. I don't, I don't, I don't care. I don't know if that's a movie that you have to be offended that people haven't seen. It's not like a I Star Wars or a Godfather. But it's still a really good movie. Yeah, I mean, I that's where you get God the line, Father. American... I haven't what? either, so... <laughs> you, oh my, now I'm offended. <laughs> I haven't seen it either. Oh, God, you guys are not qualified to be on a movie podcast? Or no, <laughs> no, 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 we told no, you I'm this not. before. <laughs> that's, that's true. You didn't listen to us, and I here didn't. we are. Yeah, it's true. Um, um, no, the God, uh, not Godfather, also great movie, but Armageddon, not as great. But you but, get the line, American components, Russian components, all made in all Taiwan. Made in Ta- yes. Never heard that are. line before. Oh, it's it, hilarious, it was... especially the scene that he's doing it because he's beating up a beating up part of the shuttle that won't start, and they have to get off this rock because if they don't, they're all gonna die. And he's like, "American components, Russian components," as he's beating on this thing with the with a big old wrench. Oh man, in Taiwan, and the ship starts up. That guy, <laughs> the the Russian guy from Armageddon, would also have been a great Emil Blonsky. I feel he would have. But um, what was I going to say? Name? Oh um. Armageddon, when we got our uh, DVD player and surround sound as a kid, my dad uh-huh. got uh, Saving Private Ryan to show off the surround sound and Armageddon to show off the surround sound. I and have never seen Saving Private Ryan. <sighs> Neither have I. Does <laughs> <sighs> that counts for anything? <laughs> uh, this well, is going to be a long trek of what we haven't seen just to annoy Tony. <laughs> this is the... Worldwide so cinematic education, where I educate these two about the history of film. No. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not time film students, so this is going to be a very poor education. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Also, time to change the title for the podcast too. Um, we'll, we'll get a new domain name and all of that stuff. Anyways, so Liv Tyler. Yeah, um, um, I, I like... liked her so far. I mean, I like Liv Tyler. Um. 
when I saw her in Lord of the Rings, which is outside of the MCU and Star Wars, is probably my third favorite franchise. Right. But um, I was 13 when the first one came out, and I just loved Liv Tyler. Uh, like, I remember like a 13 year old going to Disneyland by car with me and my brothers, and we had the extended, like the full extended edition of the Lord of the Rings, the like the three hour plus editions. And mm-hmm. I remember sitting back there watching them, <laughs> just yeah, um, in the back of the car, just watching them continuously. Yeah, uh, over on uh, Dueling Genre, which is uh, another podcast network. They're doing Lord of the Rings Minute, um, and that is, for someone who loves the movies, that's a great podcast to listen to. If you're not thrilled with those movies, that would be probably the most torturous thing I've ever heard, because it's almost a year and a half that they're doing each episode, each movie it takes. Oh, God. Yeah. That's, that's I really would love long. it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I'm, I'm sure okay. it's great, but uh, that seems really long. So, yeah. All right. So, so back um, to the movie. So yeah, uh, Betty Ross is dating another guy, right. who is played by Ty Burrell from um, Modern Family. And Never he, seen it. Uh, it's, it's good. It's it's a middle of the road sitcom, in my opinion. Okay. Yeah, I started watching it recently. It's you know pretty much exactly what Tony says. Did yeah. you know this movie got a got a video game? By the way, I just discovered that. Yeah, right before they like stopped doing movie video games because they don't sell. It's on the Wii. Yeah, I know you smash a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> as as well, the isn't whole. that what you're supposed to do? Yeah. Uh, anyway, go ahead. I mean, I guess it it was a better representation of video game form than the like Captain America video game, which had nothing to do with Captain America except for you had a shield. Oh, that's silly. Yeah, but um. Ty Burrell. What if I see? Yeah, Ty Burrell's playing uh Leonard Sampson. Okay. And he's uh Doc Sam. He turns into Doc Sampson in the comics, so he's another hulked out character who's kind of a villain, kind of turns evil, kind of turns good sometimes. But he looks like just a really strong guy with green hair. (laughs) (laughs) In the comics. All right. Yeah, I don't see that actor Ty Burrell. He was Mr. Character. P. D. Mr. Peabody and Sherman. He was Mr. Peabody. I did not know that. I the... just discovered it. I've Yay, never I seen that movie. <laughs> it was. It was not no, a bad movie. You use the recesses of your mind. Whenever I look up something on the internet, it's like I'm checking the recesses of my mind. Okay. Yeah. <gasps> he was Bailey in Finding Dory. Yes, he was. <laughs> I did know that. I didn't. But again, this is me being very, very, very bad with actors. Yeah. One so, of these um, days, you guys will mention a movie I've seen. Oh. <sighs> you the have Incredible Hulk. Hulk. Story? No. The Incredible oh, the, Hulk. Oh, the Hulk. Yes, I've seen that one. The Incredible Hulk. You haven't seen The Hulk. We went through that last episode. I've seen it, and I still like it. <laughs> I don't care. So, after, you know, Bruce's... Uh, Hart is crushed by realizing that Betty didn't wait five years for him. And he did not hulk out for that. No, because he wasn't hungry. <laughs> and to stave off his hunger, to stave off his hunger, he, he went to a pizza, pizza. place. Uh, and then um, he has no problems for a while. Yeah, yeah. So, so he goes to see Stanley, who I haven't found hey, any, Stanley. like... Yeah, I may, I might be wrong. I didn't find anything that's comic booky about him 
But the actor who plays Stanley, uh, Paul Souls, voiced the Hulk in the 1966 cartoon, and then he also voiced Spider-Man in the 67 cartoon. Oh, wow. That's yeah. cool. That's, that's what you come to this podcast for, my random facts. Right. Yeah. And we're glad you're the one doing the work for that. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> um, how, how does he know Stanley? There, you get no inkling of what their history are, is. They just know each other. Yeah, I don't think you're ever going to get an answer to that one. So. Yeah, I'm, I mean, he just kind of goes and hangs out and eats pizza. I mean, that, that's, I figure that makes sense. Maybe it was a pizza place he frequented in the past? Well, I mean, I will frequent restaurants. Like, I, there are certain Mexican restaurants that I really like in the area. I wouldn't come to them after five years on the run. You've got to be a little more than you frequent that restaurant, I think. Fair. Yeah. Well, I mean, he could have just become friends with the owner, right? I mean, maybe they just happen to talk about things. That, I'm, that's this, possible. Yeah, that's not the type of person I am, definitely. Well, just because it's not the type of person you are. <laughs> I'd be a terrible Hulk. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm... Both. I would just straight up smash <laughs> for fun. Yeah, I would be more like, oh, I'm not that angry. And then, then I'd be a really good Hulk. Because... Yeah, that's not nearly as fun. <laughs> yeah. How, how are you going to beat these aliens, Tony Banner? I don't know. I'm, I'm never angry. <laughs> and then I get killed by the alien. <laughs> okay okay so <laughs> so back to the movie mm-hmm. um so he goes so, back to the lab after that yeah um under the disguise of a pizza delivery man uh and he bribes the uh the security guard as the pizza delivery man who is Lou Ferrigno the Incredible Hulk from the old TV show oh, okay yeah um, that's pretty much his, Lou Ferrigno, uh, in the 60s TV, or 70s TV show, mm-hmm. he was pretty much painted green and just beat people and things up in the 70s show, and he, he's still famous <laughs> from that. Hey, if you make money by being painted green and beating things up, go for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is, is he famous for having done anything else? Because that's the only reason I know who he is. No, I mean, the other things I've seen him in is, like, I Love You Man, um, starring future Ant-Man, Paul Rudd. I haven't seen it. Um, oh, I've seen Rudd. it. Oh, good. Hey, Alex uh, Finley's seen a movie. <laughs> Lou Ferrigno plays himself as a guy who's famous for being the Hulk. So, I don't, I've never seen him be anything else than Hulk cameos, the Incredible Hulk, or playing himself. All right, let's see what he's done. Oh, okay he, then. He's also the voice of the Hulk in the Avengers and Ang Lee's Hulk and this Hulk movie. Like when Hulk mm. roars or he says smash or puny god. Um just out of weird things, it looks like he's gonna be in Thor Ragnarok as Hulk. As a Hulk. Yeah, I said yeah. he's the voice of the Hulk and all this stuff. Okay. Um He's been in a couple of TV series. Yeah, he he shows up. I've seen him in a few things, but every time I see him, he's Lou Ferrigno. He's just playing, uh, he's playing himself for a character that is yeah, himself. Yeah, no, uh, he's got a bunch of different roles that he's different things. Oh, yeah, oh like interesting. What? Like where are his roles? Uh, like he was, 
um, Billy slash Bobby in Adventure Time. Um, he's, uh, hang on. He's Lou Ferrigno in (laughs) his life. Uh, he, uh, he's a knife thrower in Frank McCluskey, CI. Um, that's not a thing. Oh, okay. Uh, the godson, (laughs) he was Bugsy. Um, you're you're making this up. I don't. No, I'm really not. I swear. Um, he's in Ring Ring. He plays Mr. Daniels. Instant Death. He plays John Bradley. Uh, he's hmm. got two new ones that are in post production. One's called Purge of Thrones, where he's Deadard, and Enter the Fire, where he's Monroe. Yeah, I. I don't see myself becoming a big Lou Ferrigno fan, just based on the titles of those movies. But yeah. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, he does other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Again, most of what he does is TV series, as it looks like. Yeah. Oh! he <laughs> In Sharknado 3, he played Agent oh. Banner. I've seen that. I don't remember him I in have that. I not. Because I think I was drinking heavily. But... <laughs> yeah, um, so, uh, Bruce goes in after bribing Luke Ferrigno with pizza. Which... He bribed him with pizza, worked on the Hulk. See, this fits that whole he's, theory he's of what he hungry. said earlier. He was telling the truth that he, uh, he is, is only the Hulk when he's hungry. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Um, so, the guy, the other guy he bribes with pizza, the kid in the, um, the lab, he actually mm. plays another character in the MCU. He plays uh, Peter, one of Peter Parker's teachers and the head of the, the debate club in Spider-Man Homecoming. Hmm. I did. Yeah. You know what? I do vaguely recall that. Yeah. So I'm wondering if he's the same character and this is just where he went to college. It's possible. Yeah. Yeah, that would fit. Uh, I mean, timelines fit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although we don't talk about timelines here because apparently Spider-Man messed it all up. Everyone's eh. freaking out. I don't know. They don't look I, um, that bad. No, there. Uh, some podcast actually I was listening to today, and I wish I could tell you which one because that'd probably be the decent thing to do. Um, they have this whole timeline where it makes sense, so they fixed it, and I'm happy with it now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Because because that that type of stuff's important to me. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah. So anyway, he gets right, into so... the lab. Yeah, exactly. He gets in the lab, goes up to a computer, starts typing, and before he does anything, Norton Antivirus pops up. Yep, I have Norton Product Placement written down. <laughs> which which is a horrible product placement, because everyone hates Norton Antivirus for popping up like that. That true. and McAfee, because they're just yeah. basically viruses themselves. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, the Dynamic Duel podcast. Fix the timeline for me. So if anyone wants to check out the Dynamic Duel podcast, listen to it after you finish listening to all our stuff. But, yeah, so, um, Norton's, yeah, that's terrible product placement, I agree. Because it just annoys Banner, and, you know, it probably gets him a little closer to hulking out. Uh, so Banner goes uh, and looks himself up and all those details, um, and he's been erased from the system. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we get Betty walking in? No, no, Betty doesn't show up till way later. Uh, no, this is a, a really low point for him, too. He's, like, so sad he did all of that 
all 17 days trekking across multiple countries just to, <laughs> just to get there and and it's all gone that could not have gone well yeah how does he connect with uh mr blue like he just starts typing and his encrypted stuff pops up or how did he do that uh I that's kind of what no it looked idea. like yeah they just showed him with a keyboard and then he connected to some kind of encrypted thingamajig yeah but it kind of sounds like yeah that application was already on those desktops which makes sense i guess because he would have already if he used it for stuff for the school then uh, he probably already um, just knew how to use it which is how he was already using it after uh, going on the run and everything well i think if he already has that program on the desktop wouldn't uh ross know to search for that program when scanning for gamma and any of that stuff when they're searching for him in the past five years i don't know how much they were really searching later in the movie they show searching a lot more that kind of text and that data but maybe they well, weren't doing that much because there's there's a lot of false positives that'll show up mm-hmm. yeah i mean just go to google right now and search gamma i have no idea what'll pop up but i'm hoping your safe search let's find out um probably <laughs> <Gamma laughs> probably a lot gamma of Ray. um incredible gamma hulk stuff. no actually not just type in oh, gamma yeah, yeah. interesting Ooh, a wikipedia link a dictionary or a uh definition I yeah mean? it is a greek letter isn't it and it's uh, a yes, real you... type of radiation mm-hmm. well now you're just reading for wikipedia i'm not i haven't <laughs> even typed into wikipedia i'm <laughs> um gamma so ray he... discography <laughs> oh apparently it's a band as well what do they sing about um marvel because that would be really uh, convenient for the ending of that these would shows. be really really convenient um you know, one of their songs is called Time to Break Free. I'll have to look into that. <laughs> <laughs> They're a 1990s to 2014. Okay, so they have, probably have a large dis- discography. Yeah, they've got uh, two, four, six, eight, ten, eleven. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll look into that. So this has been the Gamma Ray uh, Rewind. we get off on so many tangents yeah so um he magically or install has already installed the program and Mm -hmm. he contacts mr blue and i love mr blue's flair for the dramatic when he says he doesn't have the data (laughs) he goes without it dot 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 i cannot help i'm just like there's no reason for the Right. Well, I don't know. Actual mad scientist, which we know he ends up being, possibly. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, but he does. He doesn't have the data, or does he? Does he get it to him? No, he doesn't. Not yet. Nope. So he heads back to the pizza place to Stanley's. <laughs> and. <laughs> and also, who shows up there, a little bit later, as he's planning to leave, is uh. Betty Ross and uh, Leonard Sampson. Which, this is the first time we actually see him, right? Earlier, we saw, like, a think, like, part of his, of his face. Head. Yeah, something like that. So this is where we first actually see him there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, obviously, she's not really over him. Oh, God, because no. Of the, 
very dramatic looks. And... She's like, oh, Banner! Yeah. yeah, no, definitely yeah. not over yeah. him. Oh yeah, the second yeah. she sees him, she completely ignores Phil. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I forgot the character's name in the movie, so I started Leonard. calling Phil Samson, from Modern so Family. Phil, Phil Dumpty. Samson, yeah, okay. Phil Dumpty. We'll see if I remember. Well, that's why Phil Dumpty is the way he is in Modern Family, because he's just such a sad person. No, <laughs> way to steal my joke for later, man. All right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, yeah. So, so uh, she... Well, first of all, she does her dramatic whisper voice, which she used a lot in uh, Lord of the Rings. It's been a long time. Whisper, whisper, whisper. It's been a long time since I've seen Armageddon, but I'm assuming she does the same thing when her dad dies. She does. Definitely does. I watched that pretty recently. (laughs) I like that movie. And then uh, it starts raining. Bruce Banner's walking in the rain, and then she pulls up next to him. Mm -hmm. How many people do you think, or do you think she just intrinsically knew it was Bruce? How many people did she drive up to, pop out of her car and say, oh, you're not Bruce, and just walk away again? (laughs) I don't know, but I'd like to see I would like to see at least two or three before him. Right. And and she didn't, like, <laughs> pop up next to him, too. She parked, like, 20, 30 feet behind him. So it must have been more awkward for, to these other people. Right. Well, uh, I think she probably wait, pulled wait, up wait, right wait. next to the oh, first no, guy. Wait, sorry, it's the wrong person. <laughs> she pulled up right next to the first guy, and then it wasn't him. The second guy probably, like, ran or was freaked out. So he's like, okay, I'll back <laughs> like, up a little bit just to not freak you out in case you're not Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to imagine that freaking Bruce out is probably a bad idea anyway. So she'd probably oh, yeah. be like, okay, you I don't freaked the first his... guy out. Maybe I shouldn't I mean, do this. Yeah, he didn't even get time to eat his pizza. <laughs> so you know he's hungry. <laughs> oh, we know what happens. You, you, you won't know like what him happens when he's hungry. When he's hungry. <laughs> <laughs> uh... So the yeah. the part with him walking alone and sad in the rain. Um, now I've never seen uh, an episode of the Luferigno Hulk series, but all I remember mm-hmm. from the the bits I see is I'm channel surfing sometimes is at the end of it, there's Banner or whoever the actor is who's playing Banner is is walking Bill kind Bixby? of alone. Yes, yeah, yeah. is walking <laughs> alone, just kind of on a road. And I was wondering if if this was one of those things where they were trying to also play a nod to, to that to that history of Hulk well, stuff. I, f- I feel like a lot of this movie is a nod, as much as it is not to the comics, it's not to that 70s um, Incredible Hulk show, because that's where most people who didn't read comics and who like to forget the 2003 movie uh, know the Incredible Hulk from. So they're trying to Meh. like get... Well, I mean, the average person, it's like the person, the people... Before the '80s, who knew Bruce Wayne or a Batman as the 1966 dancing Batman from Adam West's show? It's just like whoa, they're whoa, whoa. trying. What did, did you just tell everyone that Bruce Wayne is Batman? Because this is the first I'm hearing of this. <laughs> Surprise! Surprise! <laughs> actually, Bruce Wayne if you is didn't Batman. watch the most, if you didn't watch the best Batman movie, he's actually a Lego. So <laughs> I have not seen any of those movies. Oh my God, Alicia! <laughs> I you know I like are... playing with Legos. I tried to play the video games for it for like the Harry Potter one and it just never interests me. I was like No, oh, it's I don't it, it know. is I'm not a big Lego fan, but those are some of the best animated movies that have come out in the last few years. Well, Including if somebody some... can sit me down and watch them with oh, me, I I'm have more them likely both. to watch them. Right, we will watch those we will watch the heck out of those shows. Those movies. Alright. 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 <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm willing to give him a fair chance, but I'm still skeptical. So, um, uh, Betty and Bruce have their dramatic rainy embrace. Right. Which makes me think that this movie can't decide what it wants to be. Sometimes it's dramatic, sometimes it's a romance, sometimes it's an action movie, sometimes it's a comedy. I don't think this movie knows what kind of movie it wants to be. Oh god, no. Yeah. So, I think that's one of the big problems with this movie, why it's considered one of the lesser MCU movies. Mm-hmm. It's because it, it can't pick a tone. That's a good point, less focus. Yeah, that's something yeah. I never really notice in, in anything, you know, movies, TV shows, anything like that. But I usually think, oh, yeah, that makes sense, that makes sense. But you've got a good point. Like, if it's not focusing on on that aspect, yeah, it's kind of all over the place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, she takes him home, and she uh, saved the data. Which makes me think uh, her father, General Ross, is not very thorough in his investigations. Well, I doubt he'd go through his own daughter's stuff. He he wants her safe, but he doesn't he doesn't think he needs to because she he maybe he thinks that she was hurt enough that he she wouldn't go after him. Of course, he's wrong, uh, but yeah, I don't I know. Think... I wouldn't put it past him, but I mean that's a small it's a thumb drive, right? You can kind of hide that in a lot of places. Yeah, yes. like you could swallow it even. That's Lord. Yeah, well he does. <laughs> um so after the dramatic embrace and the reveal that she has a data we go back to ross um i guess we have to call him general ross because or thunderbolt ross because now we have two rosses and it might get a little confusing (laughs) but uh thunderbolt and blonsky which i'm gonna call him thunderbolt for the rest of these podcasts all right thunderbolt yeah so um still don't like him yeah, well, now we've got a cooler name, though, so. <laughs> but, um, Wait. but Thunderbolt goes to, um, uh, explains about the whole Hulk, uh, using the Hulk as a weapon and how Banner was, um, working on the super soldier serum, even though he didn't know he was working on super soldiers. So Thunderbolt, uh, decides he's going to give Blonsky the super soldier serum. And on the canister, it says Dr. Reinstein, which Dr. Reinstein was actually an alias for Dr. Erskine in the comics. Oh, okay. Because he partnered with Red Skull. He didn't want Red Skull to know that er- uh, Erskine was working on the project. Okay. Oh, that's yeah. good to know. Yeah. I wonder if we'll ever see Red Skull again in the Marvel Cinematic. I hope we do, but I know Hugo Weaving's not a big fan of working with Marvel. Oh, really? He didn't like it that much. Oh, well. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah. It, he's like one of the only, one of the few villains they haven't completely killed off. Yeah. Uh, there's a theory I've heard pretty jokingly that, because um, he got transferred in the 40s to space, and the on Xandar, the people are pink. So he thinks they're the descendants of Red Skull. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty then. <laughs> I could see. So, um, back to the canister. Uh, it also has a uh, Stark Industries logo. Of course it. it does. But it has, like, a modern Stark Industries logo. You'd think over this past 70 years it would have changed. Yeah. Depends on yeah. how much Tony really wanted to change the company. Well, the canister, I mean, the, the serum or whatever was in a vial inside of the canister. I mean, they could have just got a new canister. Can- yeah, it could have been a new canister. They just transferred it over. Like, oh, it's old. 
to put it in over here. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, it, the they may not the canisters canisters may not have even been for the vial in the first place. They they could be designed for many other uses, and they just happen to buy it for that. And since Stark generally is good tech, I can't see why they wouldn't store it in there. And Stark is generally paired up with the military for storage of or building things like that, so. Makes sense. Yeah, exactly. They have that partnership, so might as well just buy it from them. Right. Mm -hmm. So they inject it into um, Blonsky, and you kind of see later why this isn't a good serum, because it's exactly the same thing that gives a red skull his red skull, except for it makes him angrier, but it doesn't give him a red skull, but it ends up deforming him. It's It's not Steve Rogers' perfect serum. No. Or, and uh, oh, I was gonna say, or it's not. The, he's not Steve Rogers. <laughs> no, he's definitely not. <laughs> exactly. And during the process of him getting that serum or being injected, we also see his British teeth, which we know were not modified by the serum. You're right. Yeah. It did not make his teeth better. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. Or angrier. <laughs> well, he never. You, you know, he never smiles beforehand. It might. <laughs> Make him angry. <laughs> it might make his teeth angrier. He might have been okay to beforehand. <laughs> so you get the feeling that this is a lot more shady than the, in the forties when Steve got it, because it's just like in the back of the room. This is gonna. There's no cool kind of steampunky canister for him to go into. <laughs> it's a very dimly lit room, kind of kind of darker. Makes sort me of. think that Ross is perhaps doing things. He- shouldn't be doing. Which... No, Ross? I... No. no. He's a what? general. Someone in the ch- military would be doing something under the table? <laughs> <laughs> I could never see that happening. Oh, wait. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it, it just, it, it's very, very suspicious. And it makes me wonder, especially later... Is it in one of the cuts in cutscenes when uh, Stark goes and talks to Ross that yeah. he's drinking in a very rundown bar? Yeah, this one. This yeah, is the the end cutscene for this movie. Oh, it's the okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it makes me wonder if he got in some serious trouble for that because that's probably something the government wanted to keep a hold of <laughs> it, and not use on some. Yeah, it might some be private this, contractor. The super soldier serum. It might be all the government funds he spent going after the Hulk. It might be the fact that he destroyed part of the university and then Harlem. Um, Ross is um, a screw-up <laughs> in this, yeah. at least. I'm sure quite a few people died during the whole thing at oh, the yeah. end, too. Yeah. There, was, there was quite a lot that happened uh, there. And just a mere, what, seven or eight years later, he's Secretary of State in the Civil War. Yeah. So he must do some really good things after this. <laughs> or he knows the right people well, yeah. what to do. That's probably true. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, um, next thing, what happens next? Betty and um, Bruce? Yeah, so they're in? they're walking. This is the next morning where they're going to that bus stop. Yeah. And apparently before going to the bus stop, they're taking a stroll around the school. Yeah, they're taking a stroll around the school. She, um, does she take her picture of him there? Yeah, she's, um... And takes off his, his disguise cap? Yeah, exactly, so, and now everyone can see him. I don't think <laughs> Betty understands the seriousness of the situation. No. Apparently not. <laughs> yeah, um... <laughs> no more disguise cap. Must run. Yeah. So, um, 
Blonsky, not Blonsky, uh, Thunderbolt attacks with his regiment or whatever it is, right? Uh, like, I agree with the uh, Thunderbolt. What the hell was that truck doing just bur- bursting out early? <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, obviously there was a plan. And that, that just <laughs> Somebody got... just didn't follow that plan. Well, yeah. he, he has a line like, who the hell jumped the gun or something like that. It's like, that is terrible military training or I don't know... Well, we already know that he got at least one of the people that he's working with from outside sources. They're not part of our the, his actual military. So it makes me think that perhaps he got more than just that, because I can't see the government just handing him a bunch of units and saying, here, go. Yeah, go on American soil and attack a college. <laughs> yeah, no. I, so I assume he got more private contractors like Blonsky or something, uh, which would make sense for the jump in the gun, because uh, they're not trained in the military tactics that yeah. he is. Well, they... they... Could be. I mean, these could be people who well, left the military who have that training, yeah. right? I mean, you could have just paid mercenaries. That's that true, but they don't work. They don't work constantly as a team, which would make it harder to judge when things are supposed to happen. So I, I can see the jump in the gun, especially if they're not they're not a regular team. Yeah, I I don't know if they're mercenaries because I think they would highlight that in the movie. That would be a bigger part of the plot. If it seems like Blonsky is doing this with. The military, because he can control part of it, yes. his people under him, possibly. Yeah, he did say that he was on loan, and they didn't give anyone else a backstory. No, yeah. but they also the rest of them don't have names, so. So, uh, they attack him, and he hulks out. In or am I missing something? No, no, no. You're you're right. I I wanted to bring something up. So yeah. when they attack him, he's like trapped in this bridge area. Oh, the Skywalk yeah. thing? Yeah, Skywalk thing, yeah. So I meant to look this up when I was taking my notes, but I completely forgot. So looking at it now, was that really similar to uh, the bridge when in The Amazing Spider-Man in number one when Parker's being attacked by the lizard men? I have not seen I, that movie. I, I remember a scene where, where he was in some kind of bridge and Skywalk yeah. kind of thing, and I, I was wondering if that was actually the same plate, like just the same filming location. Um, I... Don't know where they filmed uh, this or Spider Man. I don't think it's the same place as Spider Man, though. It's possible they recycled it. It may even just be complete CGI that they just recycled. I know that, especially for that sort of thing, though it is different companies, uh, a lot of things will get shared, especially CGI stuff, because it's so difficult. Mm, uh, well, yeah, it was Universal and Sony. It's not like Universal and Marvel who won't play together exactly. right now. Or Sony would not play with Marvel at the time. Now, of course, they've got Spider-Man back. Right? Oh, Because, <laughs> you know, the Amazing Spider-Man movies weren't that amazing. Haven't seen them. I, I enjoyed them. I actually I liked s- them. But uh, I will look into this and put something in the show notes so that way we have a definitive answer. Okay, cool. Yeah, I saw the first two of the original Spider-Mans. I never saw the third. And I haven't seen the Amazing ones. But I saw Homecoming, so there's that. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was only a week late. <laughs> um. So, uh, he hulks out, mm-hmm. and then yay Hulk, smash. <laughs> yeah, yay Hulk. Is he hungry? <laughs> Did he have breakfast? Well, we he ate the USB um, drive, so he was either really hungry as he was hulking out, or <laughs> you know, or not he's re- not that hungry and just ate. He's like just scratched his throat. And I did not recall he ate that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he swallows it. But, you know, it could have been one of those things, like, you're ever really hungry, and then you have a snack, 
and then you're much hungrier after yeah. that. Oh, yes. Or maybe you don't realize you're as hungry, and then you're like, oh, great, well, now I need to eat a lot. And then when he finally realizes it, he hulks out. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he actually, when he's trying to run from the military, he's trying to actually get to the cafeteria, and they block off both sides, <laughs> and that's what makes him hulk out. <laughs> Darn those military men are blocking the path to the cafeteria. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I really like uh, Blonsky's uh, super soldier run. When he comes out. Uh, because it looks... It's not CG. It looks just really realistic. Mm-hmm. And uh, the way they did it, I found... Uh, I was curious how they did it. They literally um, put Raw the t- uh, on a uh, wire contraption. And he was trying to run to keep up with the wires. Oh, because wow. they were dragging him forward. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> There's this whole thing is just saying, like... Um, he did like four times and kept like sliding across the floor. <laughs> and then they made some adjustment. I can't remember what it was, but the adjustment, uh, to make it easier. And he's like, well, if I can't do it now, then I just can't do it. And I'm off the movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad he was able to do it. Yeah. Well, that's good. I, you know, when you were saying that, my first assumption was it was going to be like one of those, uh, like, uh, I don't know what the name is for these things, but like, uh, in airports or something where they're like moving the moving Oh, yeah, like moving the... sidewalk. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I was expecting it to be something like that, and he would just run on that. But, but yeah, yeah that works too. A wire. Yeah. That's probably easier if they're filming on location. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been cool. I think that Blonsky versus the Hulk is what it would be like if it were Captain America just fighting the Hulk one on one. Cap might not be as aggressive, but he would get his butt kicked. <laughs> he would have his shield too. Yeah. So he would have that, which we know the shield can take a ton of damage. Yeah, I can. I mean, it took it took on Thor's hammer and had no scratches. So, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm curious how much of um, and we'll get into this when we watch Captain America movies mm-hmm. or the Avenger movies. Yeah, the Avengers. But how much does the shield take, and how much does Cap take, like um, pressure wise? Mm, because question. I think the Hulk and a lot of his uh, when he or not the Hulk when Thor uses hammer, a lot of it was the magical energy. Mm-hmm. And Hulk would be pure strength. Yeah, that might just flatten the cap. There's, there is that. They they gave like kind of a half answer sort of to that yeah. in the Captain America movie. And then there was a really good fan theory that I like that I just I just assume it now. Um, so in Captain America, they say that um, vibranium it can just um, what was it? It cancels out it vibration. vibration. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it absorbs all of that. And then uh, a fan theory that I saw once is that. The shield acts as a capacitor, so like a battery in the sense that you hit it and it starts storing that energy, and then eventually you can just, if you use it at a certain angle, depending on how that is, then it releases that energy in some way. Is that so, how it defies the laws of physics? I was going to say yeah. that! Like, how how like that explains the defiling of physics. Yeah. Did it say defiling of physics? Yes, I did. <laughs> the physics have been defiled? The physics have been defiled, yes. Captain America, I thought you were a good man! <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, actually, as part of those that fan theory, that that is how it kind of works. Uh, depending on the angle that you hit it, you could make the argument that it could work out yeah. theoretically. Well, I think we should uh, really watch for that when we watch Captain America in action in a few movies. Yeah. Um, so they use uh, giant sound cannons to fight the Hulk. Yeah. 
which the um, Batman actually also uses against Superman in Batman vs Superman, <laughs> and uh, Superman and the Hulk have the exact it's same such a thing. Movie. Is they both have pieces of metal and they throw them at the sound cannons. <laughs> no, <laughs> which makes me think that in the DC universe there is no Marvel because I think Batman might have seen this movie. If he had, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you certainly sure? wouldn't have tried that. He doesn't seem like the kind of person that gets out much. No, but I'm sure Alfred keeps up on that. Okay, probably. Yeah, Alfred seems like he's, he's, you know, Alfred is the type of guy who watches the popular stuff so he can tell uh, Bruce Wayne about it. <laughs> so Bruce Wayne seems like he's still watching this stuff. That's right, when he's the playboy just kind of going to parties and things. Yeah, yeah. talking about oh. doing what we do. You know Bruce Wayne has a nerd podcast, right? <laughs> of course. So he, so, so he goes to all of these private events that are probably tens of thousand dollars just to get in, and he's talking about the Hulk. I can well, see it. But yeah. he's not, because there's no Marvel in that universe. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah, so he would be if, if there, there were was Marvel. Marvel. Yeah. So, Which is why Marvel is superior to DC, because in the comics, DC exists in Marvel. That's true. Yeah. Uh, so the sound cannons, though, those are the what I assume what Stark, what they were in, uh, acquired from Stark Industries. Yeah, it shows that in the uh, opening credits. Yeah, so it the shows like credits. the blueprint of that. Yeah. So what what he threw with them? Those were the shield things he made out of a car, yeah. right? Yeah. He smashed the doors. That's not the first time. Well, no, it is the first time in this movie, but he does that a couple of times in this movie, right? Oh, yeah. He makes those he makes those punching gloves. <laughs> yeah, um, that's one of the things why some people think Hulk's like a mindless animal. Like he's not mindless. He know he has strategy and he knows how his strategy is simple but it's not definitely not mindless and sometimes the simple strategy is the one that works the best so yeah well yeah i mean there's the 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 phrase if all you have is a hammer everything looks like a nail yep, he's so. super strong so all he needs to do is hit things exactly yes. the only one who has a more effective hammer is thor but that's because he has a real hammer <laughs> well uh-huh. <laughs> that may not stick around so we'll see yeah no spoilers for like six months in our future or, uh, or like six years in the future for the podcast. <laughs> God, I hope not. That would be so sad. So uh, later in this fight, um, I forget the the character's name in the in the show already. Uh, mm-hmm. Feels like it's it's been a few days since we last talked about this. But um, <laughs> what's his name that Betty is showing? He or is dating? Uh, he shows Samson. Samson. Yeah, so, uh, Phil. Whatever his name is. Phil Dumpy. So, yeah, oh, Phil, Phil Dumpy. Dumpy. Yeah. So uh, he, Doc Samson. Doc Samson, all right. So he shows up, like, kind of towards the end of that fight and calls out to Betty. This was the first time they said the name Betty in the movie. This was Is 57 it? minutes in. I was waiting for it, yeah. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah, like, every everything before this, they were calling her by her actual name, Liz, right? Liz. Elizabeth, uh, yeah. Yeah, because her oh. name shows up on, uh, on like, a plaque and yeah, all the things. Yeah. yeah, and the news report is oh. Dr. Elizabeth Ross. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, yeah I didn't notice that was the first time they call her Betty. Well, I had forgot if her name was Betty. In my mind, I was like, oh, her name's Betty. But they keep not calling her that. So I was I was looking out for it, trying to make sure I wasn't going crazy or something. But nope, nope. One of those times, I was not wrong. Yeah. Well, she gets knocked out or something? What happens with her? Um, She's being held back by the military. Right. And then when they start... Was it when they start using the sound cannons? Or, um, or when the helicopters... I think when the helicopters come in. Yeah, the helicopter comes in... Um, the Hulk, I forget what he does, he throws something at the helicopter, he kills the helicopter. <laughs> yes, he does. And then the helicopter starts falling from the sky, hits the ground, blows up, and the Hulk protects Betty with his body, 
And then, because, you know, there's a whole explosion going on around them. Right. Uh, and then when you can kind of see everything, the smoke clears, she's unconscious. Yeah. So that makes no sense to me. Well, uh, what she, um, she's yelling at her dad. Mm-hmm. And her dad um, has two of his soldiers restrain her. Right. Th- that and, I get. And then she runs at them, and she actually uh, n- elbows one of the soldiers and knocks one of the soldiers down. Okay. <laughs> Which was great. That, that, that makes complete sense to me. My problem is... She's being shielded by the Hulk. Okay. Why is she unconscious? It's oh. not like he hit her. Oh, no. Explosive waves will go through anything. Like, she should be dead. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, the concussive force but of he's, the explosion. But he's, he's not small. He's got exactly. layers which is why, between her. Which is why she's not dead, but yeah. she's knocked out. Yeah. In real life, she would be dead. However... So would Bruce Banner, because he couldn't hold out in real life. That too, probably. So he'd be hit by a helicopter. I don't know, it just seems like she's so awesome in the first part of that, and then she's, well, yeah, she's basically convincing Jane? No, what she's not superhuman, and I think it is a concussive wave of the impact and the explosion of the helicopter. But th- wouldn't there be more people either A, dead, or B, unconscious? I think she's the only one. Well, we don't see anyone else. Yeah, I mean, there probably are more dead people than they ever show us in this movie. Because they show us zero. Right? No, there were uh, seven it's... deaths so far. <laughs> um, But that was shown during the... um <laughs> The first fight. The first fight. And then the people in the helicopters probably died? Mm. Probably. But <laughs> the we people don't see in the, proof. In the, driving the sound can... Probably died. Probably did. Um, Betty Ross's elbow probably went right through that guy's skull. I don't know. That's probably not true. <laughs> so uh, he picks her up and takes her off, right? Because yeah. she's unconscious. He's like, nope, mine. Yeah, he does the super jump and, and gets out of there. Yeah. Does he travel another like 3,000 well, miles? Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Before we get there, I want to talk about Blonsky's second attempt to get the Hulk. Okay. Where the Hulk pretty much kicks him into a tree. <laughs> and it is like a cartoon, except for you see the repercussions it's right like after. It's like the Wile E. Coyote. <laughs> yeah, it's just right there. It's like, uh, it says later that it breaks every single bone in his body. Oh. Which I I almost believe. Except for your ear has these like little tiny bones. Oh, which you can probably, break those. I mean, I don't know. Your skull got crushed, so it, all the impact went through the skull. Well, <laughs> so my problem here is they say it broke every bone in his body, but uh, break doesn't always mean complete separation. Uh, apparently a fracture, just a simple fracture is a break. So... Okay, so so d- his toe bones didn't have impact, but it definitely fractured when he tried to jump <laughs> off the hole. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that also just an expression? Like a phrase people use. What? Break every bone in your body. Yeah, except for when you see him later, he looks like he's broken every single bone in his body. <laughs> and the doctor says that. Yeah, that's true. The doctor <laughs> does say it. So it makes it seem like more like, okay, yeah, he, he's super hurt. Though I still don't... I still have a hard time believing he broke every bone. Like, I'm with you. The ear bones, okay, I can see it happening. Yeah. Especially depending on how he landed against that tree. But... I, yeah, it might it might be a turn of phrase. It might be it, because the doctor going in is like he broke every bone in his body except for these four. The, <laughs> <laughs> it probably wouldn't be as effective. No. Well, if you have the tiny bones like in your ear, like I don't know how many there are, but if you already you've already checked a hundred some, you, you know, know I'm what? just gonna assume I'm, they're broken. Exactly. You know, what's what's another twenty? No, this, no, no. this guy's yeah. gonna die anyway. <laughs> yeah, because exactly. you will die from that. There's, yeah. I'm sorry, you break every bone in your body. I don't care if they're fully separated or not. Mm-hmm. Um, 
if you don't die from that, you're not recovering well. Because you have to assume your spine got broken. Yeah. I mean, that's not something you recover from in a day, huh. unless you're a super soldier. <laughs> so. I'm not sure you really recover from it in a day, even if you're a super soldier. Oh, no, this guy. He was a super soldier, and he recovered from it in a day, and this is the only evidence I have of someone breaking every bone in the body. He didn't, he didn't get any more of the serum or anything? After he's better. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, before that, Ross was just assuming he was... Wasn't he about to send, like, letters off? Yeah, he was like, his, his um, assistant comes up and is like, it's Blonsky, sir. He's like, do you know the next of kin? And then he walks in, because he assumes he died. Mm-hmm. And Blonsky's, like, taking off his bandages the he's next like, day. He's I'm, like, I'm, I'm good, thanks. Yeah, but that, that's another little while. Um, Hulk, like we were saying earlier... Picks up Betty, and this is the first time of Hulk actually being a hero in this superhero movie. <laughs> I mean, yes, he's he's just a hero to Betty. Right, because he likes Betty. Yeah, but this isn't a traditional superhero movie in where we're rooting for him the whole time. I mean, no. we are, but we shouldn't be because he's no. killing multiple people. Oh, God, people. no. We oh, should yeah. not be rooting for him as much as we are because he's not a superhero. He's... Are he's we, a monster. Bruce are, are, Banner's more the superhero than Hulk is. Well, are yeah. we actually rooting for him, or are we just rooting against the bad guy? Well, we're rooting against the bad guy, definitely. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, if, like, a earthquake came and swallowed up Blonsky, I would be, I mean, a little dissatisfied, but happy <laughs> that Blonsky got uh, right. killed or punished or whatever. He wouldn't get killed because he's a super soldier. Right. But I think we're more rooting for the Hulk to smash things than we are for the Hulk to be the hero. Yeah. Because we just want him to see destruction, let's face it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The destruction's most of the fun. But, yeah, but his love for Betty shows that he can do heroic stuff, which, because I was worried at this time, like, I knew that Avengers was coming. Mm -hmm. And, like, I know Hulk's going to be in the Avengers. How are they going to use the Hulk? Like, I was afraid that they would do um, in the Ultimate Avengers cartoon. Mm Mm-hmm. They had pretty much the Avengers uniting to fight the Hulk. Like I didn't want to see the Avengers fight They've the Hulk. They've done that quite a few times. Yeah, um, I think that might have had it in the Ultimate Comics too. Mm-hmm. But that's not what I wanted to see. No, especially because they all team up. It's not hard for them to beat him. Realistically, it's not. Um, yeah. Yeah, he has. They may have a little trouble with him because he's got all the strength. But I mean, we know. We know now that. Uh, with preparation, um, Iron Man can take him out, yep. and I think without being on a helicarrier, definitely uh, Thor, Thor can yep. um, at least stand up to him. So, at least both of them together. And Cap won't die because he's stronger than Blonsky, and Blonsky didn't die. So, the three of them could take out Yeah, the Hulk. it wouldn't be that hard for them to do that. And so... Well, it probably would be hard, but well, I mean, it's doable. It, it would definitely be entertaining, definitely something I would like to see, but not for the main plot of the movie. Exactly. Yeah. It, it's, you know, I wouldn't be opposed to seeing a little bit in, like, Infinity War if they get the uh, mind control thing that Loki did, and they mm. did it to the Hulk, if he just had a little bit of moment and they had to fight him. That would be cool. I would enjoy seeing that. Yeah, but at that point, we've got Doctor Strange in there who can calm him down. We've got Scarlet Witch on our side. Uh, when I say our we side, I mean the Avengers <laughs> side. And we have Vision. It's our side. It's our side. We're, we're, we're on the Avengers team. <laughs> Let's face it, that's who we're rooting for. Uh, anyway. I mean, we want to see Thanos. We do. 
Yeah. But we I, still want to well, see Sidney get butt kicked. <laughs> yeah. I was fine with uh, Loki winning in the Dark World. Thor of the Dark World. Yeah, I was, I was so. actually really happy with that. I was like, woohoo. <laughs> I'm so excited he got confirmed for uh, Infinity War. Yeah. So, uh, Phil? No, Doc Samson. No, no, Phil. <laughs> Phil Dempsey <laughs> goes to, to um, Betty's house while they're getting evidence. And it just reminds me how Ty Burrell in... The, the only roles I've seen him in is this and in... Um, Modern Family. He always seems like he's about to cry, <laughs> and which makes me think. Thank God they didn't do a sequel with him as Doc Samson when he gets hulked out. Like he gets green hair and superpowers. He, <laughs> I, I found that actually recently. He gets green hair if he cuts his hair, he loses his power. That's why he's Samson, like Samson in the Bible. But <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. But I couldn't imagine Tyrell being a superhero. No. Oh no. no. I can imagine him as a whale. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> in Finding Dory, not being rude. <laughs> oh no, I, I will just state it like that. <laughs> yeah. You take your own thing from it. Well, yeah, I mean, there's the whole commercial right now for some laundry detergent where, yeah, he's basically crying throughout the entire the yeah. entire commercial. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. have seen and that. He's on the edge of tears at all times. Yes. It's because he's talking yeah. about his girlfriend's scarf or whatever, and how I... it still smells the same, and I'm like... Creepy. Yeah. He's also a little creepy, yeah. <laughs> that too, that too, yeah. But but we see him and, and Ross just kind of argue and, you know, back and forth, and and um, that he was the one that kind of gave them up too. So it uh, really didn't matter that that uh, Betty took off his um, banners. I think, I think it did. I think it did, because I think that truck busts through a thing. And he's like, they're looking, they're scared of the thing, and the cab's off, like, I found him! Gas! <laughs> So, really, this whole destruction scene, Betty Ross's fault. Yeah. Uh, so, we get to... The cave? Yeah. Yeah. Um, where we see that the Hulk got scratched up. He's not invulnerable. There's a little bit of green blood. And... Why is his blood green? Well, we saw that it hooks out. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. Right. it does. <laughs> why... It turns green when it to be fair, out. To be fair, why is his skin green? There's, there's, like, there's no answer for that. So because the, your veins are blue, but that's because of the pigmentation of the color fading through your skin. It's not because your so blood's actually blue. Therefore, his... We don't... There's no answer. That makes no sense. I oh mean, like, gamma rays, where you think they're green because they start with a G, are actually smaller than light rays, so mm -hmm. they have no color. So... I think they well, do have a color. No, if, if they had a color we could see. Exactly. It's yeah. a color we if, can't if see. If we had a color we could see, we'd see gamma rays flying from the sun or wherever gamma rays We'd come. see gamma rays in a lot of places. Yeah, I'm just... Uh, so, there's no reason why it would be green. No. It would be either... If we could see it, would be in the purple or red spectrum mm -hmm. because of ultraviolet or, um, yes. or infrared. But there's no reason why the Hulk is green. No. So, whatever reason the Hulk is green... It's the same reason his blood is green. Because that's the color that they grabbed when they were first drawing him? Actually, second time to draw him. That's right. The first yeah, time he was gray, and then they were like, they ran out of gray ink, which I find is weird. Oh, that's actually it? Yeah. <laughs> so the second issue, or well, maybe not the second issue, but real early in the run, they turned him green. Oh, okay. And like, there aren't any green villains or green um, monsters 
or heroes. Well, at, that, at that time. Hulk. At that time. Oh, okay. When they invented them. Because that would be weird if She-Hulk were first. If they right? put She at the beginning. <laughs> for that would but, be yeah. Yeah, so they they land in that little nature area. It's raining, mm-hmm. and and then we see going back to um, the less intelligent side of the Hulk, him trying to defend Betty from nature. Yep, <laughs> I have no Hulk tries to fight the weather. Yep, he throws a rock at it. Yes, I don't know if he wins. <laughs> weather? I don't think he well, can. actually, actually, I don't see the thunder and lightning after that. I think it scared weather away. <laughs> It's weird right. the weather to be quiet. Yeah. You're right, he won. Yeah. Hulk, Hulk won that fight. <laughs> so, uh, she wakes up? Or no? Yeah, up? she wakes up and he she calms him down from being scared of the lightning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they, I, what I remember is them just kind of like sitting next to each other. Um, I like that shot of them, the mm. silhouette, the from the back. You can see Betty and the Hulk. Yeah, that was side. a good shot. But nothing of real substance comes from this other than you see that the Hulk cares for Betty. It's expanding the runtime. That's all it's doing. No, I mean, character stuff is important. But we don't get into the Hulk's character that often. Mm-mm. So, I don't, I don't know if that's good or bad. <laughs> yeah, there's really not much. But then they, they cuddle up together for warmth. And I was wondering, he's really hairless, but he's a big guy. So I'm wondering how much body heat he actually gives out. So my baby nephew is practically hairless because he's a baby. Yes. If he falls asleep or is on the verge of sleep, he is a furnace. (laughs) Like literally you will overheat if you're next to him because he's putting off so much heat. So something that big, I could see it. It would would work. Yeah, also he's got the... um... Muscle, uh, the the pretty much the mass, the mass of him will keep heat inside of him, and then he's going off of mostly um, probably gamma rays, mm-hmm. and um, he's got the radiation testosterone, uh, not testosterone. Um, <laughs> oh my god, can't think of it. When you're scared, what's the chemical? That? Adrenaline. Adrenaline. <laughs> god, <laughs> I couldn't. Like I blanked on the word. Give me more than staring at me. <laughs> <laughs> Adrenaline. Um. Him burning out that much adrenaline, his heart beating that fast. Well, to anger, stay the whole... anger, and yeah. adrenaline very much go hand in hand with that too. So, and in this case, hunger also. Yeah, yes. hunger. Well, hunger doesn't give off a lot of heat. I mean, you'll feel heated. Well, no, I mean for giving him the adrenaline. <laughs> oh well, yes, this is true. Yeah. So, um, next they have the Blonsky magically healing, or not magically, magic. super super soldier. Oh, I'm still the magic healing. No, because it's a science. The only magic is. Doctor Strange. Everything else is science. Show me the science. Uh, real science? No. <laughs> no Super no. Soldier Serum. Right. Super yeah, Soldier. No, that's science. It, he, has, uh, uh, he has accelerated cell regeneration, which is why Captain America can't get drunk. So. That's true. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it would be really funny to watch that. Though. How much would he need to drink in order to get past that? Um, Blonsky? No. Steve. Oh. Um, you imagine it know, has I, to be I, a lot. Yeah, I mean, he can drink Thor's super drink <laughs> that almost kill kills Stanley, which a lot of drinks <laughs> almost kill Stanley, <laughs> or do kill Stanley. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> As seen in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh. But okay. So. So he heals. Yeah, he heals. Sciencey. Sciencey. <laughs> so we already went, kind of went through that. 
And then um, they go with to the hotel. Yes. Right? Glon, uh, we, we go back to Bruce Betty and, and Bruce Betty. and they go to the hotel. Yeah. So it's really lucky through that whole thing being knocked out, jumping probably hundreds if not thousands of miles. She did not drop her purse. Because they empty the purse on the bed. <laughs> it's a woman's purse. You don't leave that behind, apparently. Yeah, even if you're unconscious and being thrown around or carried by a monster. Uh, I never I could, understood the purpose of that. I could see that. If it was still attached to her, if she was running, and then Banner or uh, Hulk picks her up and just goes. You've obviously um, never held onto a purse. Not for long, no. No. Uh, so, uh, purses don't stay on there. Uh, I have held one for multiple people many a times and they slip off your shoulder pretty quickly okay. unless you're wearing a backpack that's not staying on your shoulder so where the slippery soldier serum is science this is purse magic <laughs> I, like there's no way I that thought we didn't have magic yet <laughs> no well this is probably dr strange no the ancient one had this purse before him <laughs> because before betty before betty Yep. That's... I want to see that. Well, you know, that one shots might come back one day. <laughs> we'll, we'll get one shot all about this purse and oh, how the God. purse got there. <laughs> so they get to the hotel and Bruce takes a shower and pukes back up the USB. Yes, he does. Was it in a bag of some sort? No, or he just he swallowed the USB. He just swallowed the USB. Mm-hmm. That USB would be ruined. I don't think so. As long as there's no electricity going through it. Stomach acid. Uh, and plastic and metal, though. Right, yeah, metal, it would I it think... would take a while to go through metal. Well, I mean, stomachs the... usually don't... Yeah, what was the last time you consumed metal? By the time it came out the other end, My it problem... was probably still metal. Someone give me a USB on port, uh, and I'll swallow it. And at the end of this podcast, I'll throw it up, and we'll see how it goes. Okay. Uh... Anybody? But no, oh, no, no, no volunteers? Okay, <laughs> ne- then never mind. <laughs> but no, me- metal through that is not really going to get ruined. Now, the Hulk stomach acid, that would probably ruin it. it the Banner stomach acid, probably not. Well, no. it had to be in the Hulk the whole time and it was going, because he swallowed it before he changed into the Hulk, and then he was the Hulk, and then he was Bruce Banner. Yep. And I'm sorry, the little prongs inside, at the very least, for the for the USB drive would... At the very least, be a little bit corroded. Yeah, a little bit, but they you can do a lot to those things. They're just it's they're just very resilient. I must have ruined more than one to, I guess, have my doubt for this one. <laughs> okay, there's that too. Yeah, it, it also I mean, it, there's like a bunch of stuff too. There's whatever is on the inside behind the plastic. How yeah. well sealed the plastic is. That too. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, I'm sure between Betty and Bruce, they can figure out how to get the data off that drive. What components they need if it is a little corroded. That's true, yeah. Or if they end up going to some other university, finding someone who can do yeah, that. Too, yeah, uh, if only they go to university. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Bruce empties... Or, first of all, yeah, Bruce empties out the purse and says, we can't use any of this. Which is probably one of my favorite jokes in this movie, which is not a very jokey movie. But where she goes, <laughs> like... It, my lip gloss? Can I can I use my lip gloss? <laughs> <laughs> can, can, we, can, can, can I? Can I? No, no. Can but, 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 but,
I cannot help. <laughs> <laughs> he really just had the line already in his head, and he, he just wanted to use it. Yeah. After after he threw up the um thumb drive, he was like he was like, okay, I'm going to. I'm going to say if you can't use anything. And she's going to freak out. She's going to ask me what to do. <laughs> no, she's smarter than that. Sorry, Bruce. So, so she gets in purple pants after that. Yeah. Uh, where he doesn't like it, and it actually reminds me of one of my least favorite superhero jokes, which was in the first X-Men movie. Where they're wearing all the black leather stuff, oh. and and I love um, that line. Cyclops goes, "What would you prefer, yellow spandex?" <laughs> and me, as someone who liked the '90s X Men cartoon, I'm like, "Yes, yes, yes I would yes, like yellow I spandex." Yes, stop teasing me. Stop teasing me. We get that at the end of a movie, like 16 years later, with X Men Apocalypse, oh, I which see, I which wasn't that it. good, but but they ended up being in their traditional clothes for the most part. Oh, okay. Which is a little bit of a highlight. <laughs> so, I'm I'm not up to date on fashion and things. Were those parachute pants? Um, I think so. Because if they were, that makes me think that really he just doesn't like MC Hammer. <laughs> Possibly, <laughs> but he's looking for something moss stretchy. Parachute pants are—they're not stretchy, but they're bigger than regular pants, and they're—that's what they're supposed to look like. It's not like just wearing. Really, really, really baggy jeans. I'm going to rip anyway. And uh, you can't see it because it's not a visual medium, but Alicia's dancing like MC <laughs> Hammer right now. <laughs> uh, tangents, I get them, and I just come. <laughs> uh, so, um, there's the newest report. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's the channel is WHIH, which actually I don't know what this stands for, but it's the news um, station that Christine Everhart ends up working for. And it's like the go-to station in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and all the news stories is always on WHIH. Oh. But they interview two people who talk and who actually give the Hulk its name. Uh, one is Jack McGee. And he's, uh, the character name is from uh, the 70s Hulk. He uh, plays a reporter who's like following the Hulk around trying to find out who the Hulk is. And the other one is Jim Wilson. And he's, that's the name of the kid that Bruce saves in the comics from being <laughs> bombed, and he's the reason that the Hulk is created. Wait, didn't you say that name showed up earlier in somewhere? Yeah, he, Where he was did. That? It was in the opening credits also. That's, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah. So so he already knew he was the Hulk and he was just being interviewed about him? He might be, well, he, um, my theory is... He was a known associate because he was probably maybe a former student or former like he just knew him and but he doesn't know who the Hulk is because the only ones who were really there were Ross and Thunderbolt and Betty Ross. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then and do we learn anything else in this scene because because I thought we we got nothing because we already seen watched this. Part. Yeah. No. It's just like the Hulk gets his name there, which apparently the Hulk watched the news station because later he says. Hulk smash, and he knows the nickname that they gave him. <laughs> so he needs to stay up to date on yeah. what's going on. <laughs> um, which makes me think: Does well, first of all, did did Bruce watch this report? I'm not sure, but d- does that mean that the Hulk remembers what Bruce knows? Yes, I think so. Yeah, because otherwise, why would? the Hulk have the same affection for uh, Betty as Bruce does. They, oh. they have the same taste in women. Yeah, that could just be a coincidence. Yeah, but there's more more <laughs> no, yeah. uh, intimate affection there than there is that, hey, I like this person. Yeah. Uh, also, when the Hulk is created, 
the first person he sees who's not shooting at him is Betty. Right. So that might that might be a little bit too. There's still more intimate affection there than just that yeah, though. Yeah, well, I yeah, I we'll get into the psychology of Hulk maybe. Uh, probably when Scarlet Witch gets into his psychology when she yes. <laughs> messes with his mind. Um, so they're in their hotel room, mm-hmm. and there's no sex for Bruce Banner. <laughs> <laughs> Locked by the Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's just I, I. Yeah. Well, you know there is that thing about heart rate. Oh yeah. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you can't get, even get a little excited. Well, he's probably hungry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you burn a lot of calories. He just he, he can't transfer. It's true. And, and he probably and hasn't he, eaten yet. He threw up his only meal, uh, which was the USB. No. Exactly. So yeah, it's like so he's on the edge already. <laughs> <laughs> In both ways, you can think about being this on the edge. This is gonna be an awkward <laughs> joke. Oh my god. <laughs> um. So this is even though we've talked about it two times already. This is when we find out that Blonsky's been healed. Crazy. He's like some kind of super soldier or something. Yeah. Oh, wait, yeah, huh? <laughs> Eventually, Bruce manages to send an email to Mr. Blue. Yeah. Yeah, so that's the next scene. They're back, um, pretty much back in that, that hotel. Um, and, yeah, this is where they're trying to figure out what to do next. And they, they uh, decide, oh... Um, Maybe we should sell the necklace. Mm, so yeah. there's that that whole. She still sells yeah, her necklace. necklace. Yeah, the dead mother. That yeah, they I'm never assuming. Said? Yeah, I'm assuming I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So all right. Like I can't imagine her mother would let her live with Thunderbolt if she was alive. <laughs> yeah, well, and then I think mom would calm down Thunderbolt a little bit in this yeah. whole, you know, betraying your daughter to get to her boyfriend who has military secrets thing, you know. That's yeah. true, yeah. It is, I mean, I figured it was either the, the dead mother, which is easier, the, the standard one that you do in these kinds of yeah. situations. Yeah, well, right. I mean, or, they're not owned by Disney yet. But. That's true. <laughs> or, that's true, they're not owned by Disney yet, but, but this was a very big, big Disney theme. This was a big selling point. So, like, Disney was like, uh, what? wait, 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 Tony Stark's parents are dead? And Betty Ross's mom's dead? Yes, we're buying This was the deciding factor. Steve Rogers at the, yeah, well, at the end of yeah, Captain well, America's, they're dead. Well, yeah, Iron Man 2 was the last, um... Was the last non-Disney one. Because then it goes to Thor and Captain America were both when they were under Disney. And we do eventually lose Yep, Disney. their mother. Yeah, well, um, <laughs> Thor's mom dies. And we don't, at this point, we don't know what's up with Odin. He may be dead. Uh, it's yeah. true. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. Just Loki's on the throne. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, they meet, they go to um, Mr. Blue. Mm-hmm. After uh, Betty shows how calm she can be uh, after the taxi ride, <laughs> where she just blows up at him, and he just he does the same snarky thing I would do. It's like you know I could tell you how to calm down, <laughs> <laughs> which I have to say is probably the wrong thing to say to her. Yeah. She can't get too mad at him because if he gets mad back, it's just right. Terrible. Exactly, but at the same point, it's like it's like. Oh, I don't even know how to go where to go with this. It's just the wrong buttons to push. It's <laughs> no, no. It's like asking a woman after she goes on a rant if she's on her period. It's something oh, you don't I, do. I don't think it's that bad because he didn't go there. I don't think it's what it's he did. Still, I don't think what he did was that bad. No, no. But it's still just along the same lines of a. Uh, I can show you how to calm down. Like. Yeah. 
it's almost like she didn't have the right to blow up at him sort of thing. No, I think it was more... Well, yeah, for him it's more joking, but it's yeah. it's along the same context of the, ha-ha, this is my job. Yeah. <laughs> so they, um, finally, Mr. Blue mm-hmm. uh, is Dr. Samuel Stearns. Da-da-da. Who will eventually be the leader, which is a major Hulk villain. Where, um... And he's played by Tim Blake Nelson, who I only know from Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? But I like him. Um, he's just like, he's... plays pretty much the same character. He plays like a dumb character in Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? But he's kind of like the guy who doesn't think things through and just acts kind of like uh, Stearns does in this one. He's a Tim Blake Olsen? Nelson. Nelson. Okay. Yeah. He's so, weird looking. Yeah, he is weird looking. He was in... He was in, I think, the new Fantastic Four. Oh, he was. <laughs> he was. Actually, I wrote these notes before I saw Fanforstick. Oh, okay. Fanforstick. Uh, he was the head of the military who militarized the Fantastic Four. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've blocked most of that movie, um, even though I've just seen it a couple days ago. He was so, also in Lincoln? Like, the new Lincoln Yeah, movie? I I saw that. I, I bet he was. I can't remember who he was in that. Yeah. Um... So he's got all the, all the they, they go and take him, uh, go to his lab, mm-hmm. and he's got the emotional hallmarks of an evil supervillain, yeah. an evil scientist. He's talking about, oh, like, all that power, and he's less cur- less cautious and more curious, and just like, that's how you get supervillain powers. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Or you just don't even try. Because, yeah, he, he was, like, cloning Banner's blood, yeah. too, to try and get more data out of it. Yeah, um... Which is a little strange. Yeah. Well, I mean... What's the statistics it, uh, on cloning blood? I, I... I don't know if that's a thing. I don't know if it is It's either. like he concentrates like it. more than just blood. Well, blood doesn't have any DNA in it. I know. Blood, uh, red blood cells don't have DNA in it. Yes. Yeah, um... What about green? Plasma. Well, yeah, see, we don't know what green blood cells have, because mm. only the whole cast does. That's true. They might hook out because they're DNA-full. And it took a couple of days for his normal red blood to be shipped, so that blood was probably hungry by the time he got it. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. It was definitely green. It was definitely more. <laughs> probably would have broken out of the test tube. Probably only has a little bit left that's sliding around that's safe to use. So, yeah, it makes sense to clone it. Yeah, so so they're they're talking and they're they're asking like, hey, can you uh, think think you can use this data now to get the Hulk out? And then he goes, well... Let me give you the generic answer of being a scientist or engineer or anyone who has to make something. Maybe. Yeah, we'll he, fl- he flips the co- he flips an imaginary coin and goes, I don't know. And I'm like, thanks, Doc. I'm so, so glad I've given you the data. And... Heads, it might work. Tails, probably. Yeah. Well, actually, it's more like heads, um, Banner will die. Tails, the Hulk will come out and kill everyone. And then if the coin lands on its side... We've succeeded. <laughs> <laughs> the probability of this is very bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, we go back to Blonsky for a little bit for more super soldier serum. Mm-hmm. And again, they inject it into his spine and his muscles, and he starts getting these bone wow. spurs, which makes me think he didn't heal correctly. <laughs> Some <laughs> things were a little off to the side. fully healed. See? Yeah. See? Not fully healed. 
healed. Yeah, well, maybe maybe it's fully healed incorrectly. You know, like if your arm breaks, uh, heals the wrong way, they have to re-break it. Well, you, you know what it could be? That. If you broke every bone, I assume there are bone chips. Ah. If the bone chips fused in the wrong spot, they would have grown out, and that's how you could get the bone spurs. That is a good point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> but, but still, comes down to science. Science. <laughs> Although I, I really like how um, like after that they ask him, how does he feel? And he's, his response is, quote, like a monster, completely missing the chance to say, like an abomination. <laughs> completely well, missed the no, foreshadowing. Well, no, we, we, get, we get that later. Oh, I yeah, think it would yeah. be like, you know, a little thick if oh, okay. you say it twice. Um, I want to make sure people get it. Come yeah. on. <laughs> so, um... Go back to Stearns, and you see his lab. And what experiments has he been doing where he needs to strap people down? Well, something <laughs> illegal, of course. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm surprised they don't end up having to fight hawk dogs. Like another movie we won't talk about right now. I like that movie. <laughs> You're the only one. I know. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, well, they do the experiment, and he starts to hulk out. And I like that his eyes turned green first, which they might have happened beforehand. I, I think just, so, yes. I just, first time um, I noticed it was right there. No, it did happen. Uh, when they were in the uh, the bottling plant, yeah. his eyes turned green before he hulked out. Okay. Yeah, that I don't remember. I do remember at the end of the movie that happens, yeah. too. Yeah. Um, and then he hulks out, and that is... And then they, they cure him. That's true. So he yeah. gets up to... Mostly Hulk. I don't think he made it 100. percent I think yeah. he made it to about Lou Ferrigno size. Yeah, and then he, he goes back down. Yeah, because <laughs> even though the chair was breaking, <laughs> he still wasn't full Hulk size because he would have broken the machines and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but that's about the end of where we are for this section. Back to, yeah. Yeah. So cured Hulk. Woo. Yeah. Woo. End of movie. I think. I think that's it, right, guys? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's it. <laughs> That's totally it. Yeah, the, the, they cured the Hulk. Therefore, yeah. there's no reason for Ross to go after him anymore. Yeah, yeah. there's like a half hour of credits you know, after that. You know yeah, what? that takes a while. Actually, we'll come back next time just to check if there's more movie. All right. Okay, I didn't now, stop prematurely. But now, now Bruce Banner's completely <laughs> cleared. More, more blue balls? <laughs> yeah, hopefully. I mean, how is that not the first thing they found? They tried out? Oh, God, I don't know. <laughs> well, um... We'll find out if there's more movie next time. But for this time, that's the end of our show. And you can follow us on MCU underscore Rewind on Twitter. Or our website, www.mcurewind.com. And like, subscribe, do all those things you do. Rate on iTunes. Yep, please give us a rating on iTunes. Or your favorite, pod, uh, uh, favorite podcast app. Um, assuming you like this. <laughs> if you and don't like us, please do not review. <laughs> don't review us. Exactly. And please tell your friends to uh to listen to us. We only have 121 downloads. We need more. <laughs> I, I still I'm still really impressed with that. So this was The Incredible Hulk Part 2. Signing off. Have a marvelous day. <laughs> Monster.